Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Greetings in the name that is above every name. That is the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. I want to thank you, you and you, for coming again to another episode of the Impact Conference. And we just thank God, Lord God, for the work that you've done and the work that he is doing. And we praise him because at some point at some time, I just give God the glory. I know that there's too many things, amen, that are going on that sometimes we can't explain but because we have a relationship with the Father and and connected through the Son and have the presence and the power of the Holy Spirit, we are able to, to walk in victory in our lives. And so I just give God praise, honor, and glory tonight. And I thank God for each and every one of you. We ask God's blessing upon this broadcast tonight and this teaching in Jesus' name. Amen. I want to thank God. Amen. I want to say hello to Reverend Jenkins. Amen. And, so we just give God praise. We give God glory. You know, in all that we do, we have to to really uh, take in consideration uh, all that God is doing and all that God wants to do. And uh, the thing that I am so grateful about is you know, last week we talked about taking ministry seriously. And uh, I have a, a leadership conference, and Reverend Jenkins, it's going to be aired live uh, for a portion of it on the 5th and the 6th. Uh, it's going to be aired live, and, and if, you know, on the impact, you link there, or you can go to ustream.tv forward slash Bishop F.L. Phillips or Use screen forward slash search and then type in Bishop F.L. Phillips and it will bring up the broadcast live on our network. But, you know, I've been seriously giving this uh, much thought because I believe that God is trying to say something. And Jesus, you know, I use uh, this, you know, and Luke chapter 2, verse 49, and they said unto him, How is it that you sought me? With ye not that I must be about my father's business? In other words, you know, in, in essence, he's asking his mother, you know, uh, a very important question. Do you not understand or have you failed to recognize that I must be about my father's business? And, you know, and I, I talked about this last week, and I want to go on and continue this week. Um, taking your ministry seriously. Taking ministry seriously, but I want to personally address it to you. Taking your ministry seriously, because so many times we don't take what we are doing seriously. In fact, 
I want to say this and don't think it's insultful. It's informative. You know, knowing what we have to do, many times we wait until the last minute or even never really do it because we don't take what we do seriously. And I think that uh, preparation is one of the biggest uh, setbacks in leadership, that that people don't take what they do seriously. They, they don't take what they do seriously. And, and because they don't take what they do seriously, it becomes apparent uh, that they are not seriously about what they're doing. If they don't take what they do seriously, it is an indication that they are not serious about what they're doing. And so, you know, there are some things that we want to look at because I think this statement deserves and also demands our attention and making it very clear that we are uh, in this process of doing what we should be doing all the time, not being nonchalantly, not being somewhat lackadaisical, but being very vigilant and very uh, conscious of the call of God on our lives. You know, if we're going to take ministry seriously, then we're going to have to, according to Ephesians 4 and 1, learn how to walk worthy of the vocation where we've called. My father, who's gone on to be with the Lord, uh, oftentimes would tell me that there are many people in this craft but don't have craftsmanship. And, I mean, that used to really, really, really deal with me. He would say that there are many people in this craft but don't have craftsmanship. In other words, they're not trying to take what they do seriously. And so I think that is something that we really, really, really have to weigh upon uh, and really have to uh speak on and make sure that we're not just there to be there, but we're there because we understand why we're there. You know, uh, Reverend Jenkins says, you know, he takes what he does, Jam Radio, and the talk show seriously as more uh, of a ministry and not entertainment. Reverend Jenkins, that is very powerful because, you know, you know, the inspiration of Jam Radio is a ministry, a ministry of uh, lifting up, a ministry of encouragement, a ministry of breaking strongholds, destroying yokes, a ministry of driving out evil spirits, and so forth and so on. Just through that ministry, that music ministry, and many times people, you know, they don't realize the seriousness of what they do, especially when it pertains to ministry. This is something that I feel needs to be really giving a lot of consideration. You know, we don't take it. I, I was teaching a Sunday school lesson and filling in today for one of the teachers. And, you know, I come in, 
you know, I do a formulator's outline and I kind of put things in perspective as it relates to teaching and the things that I believe God wants to do. And, you know, it's just not just showing up for me. It's not just having an opportunity to stand up before people. No, that is not the greatest uh, joy I get. You know, the greatest joy that I get from what I'm doing is the the joy of knowing that what I'm doing is going to be a blessing to the people because I've taken what I've done seriously. You know, and I think that's something that we have to do. When Jesus says this, I must be about my father's business, I think the question was more so an answer and even a statement that, you know, I must start recognizing the seriousness of what I do. As a leader, I have to recognize the seriousness of what I'm doing because, you know, if we don't, you know, it's just going through the motion. It's just doing things that are not going to be beneficial to anyone. You know, and so I, I don't want to just do stuff to be doing it. I, I don't want to just have a title to have one. I don't want to just be in a position just to fill space and occupy uh, a position. Uh, no, no, no. Uh, what I do is more seriously than that. I want to talk about that tonight. Let me see who I have popping in from Louisiana. Louisiana, you're on the phone line. Who am I speaking with tonight? Hi, this is Mr. Thomas. I'm just going to listen in. I'm traveling back in, so my phone keeps dropping. So I'm just going to tune in tonight. Okay. Well, we thank God for you. Uh, we're, we're dealing with a subject matter. From time to time, I may pop back in and, and deal with some things. But let me just really just help you all tonight. Uh, there were several things that crossed my mind, and several things that came to me. And I want you who are listening to really really take this in consideration, you know, that if people will give you the time and will give you their attention, you ought to at least take that serious enough to give them that which they need or which they desire for the time that they're giving you. Notice what I just said. And so many times, you know, people give us, you know, it's just like the talk show, you know, week in and week out, you know, week in and week out for over three years, you know, you all have come and have given me the time. You think, I just want to bust up here, you know, with some Sunday evening special or come in here without really putting the time and the uh, preparation into what I'm doing. You know, I have to take this seriously because, you know, when you don't, you know, people begin to not take you seriously. You know, uh, when you don't take your ministry seriously, people uh, will begin to not take you seriously. So that's something that you have to take in consideration. Let me go to Northern Mississippi. Northern Mississippi, who am I speaking with? Good evening, Bishop. How are you doing? 
I'm doing great. All right. You know, we just up here in this cold weather up here in Chicago, amen, and just can't wait to get back down south at 49 degrees all weekend. <laughs> mm. Come on. Amen. I'm good evening to uh, Reverend Jenkins as well as Sister Thomas. Give me God give the traveler first. Amen. Yeah, that's, that's Amen. a good topic, uh, 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 Bishop, that, you know, whatever we're doing, it should have a significant meaning to it. And, and, and you know, like you say, we, we've been listening for a long time, and, and we, we can't wait to get to it because that's the excitement behind it. Amen. That's the, that's the energy Amen. that it provides, the flow. Well, you know, and you know what that says, uh, sometimes we, uh, you know, we have to be honest with ourselves, Apostle, that, yeah. you know, there are some times where, you know, we wonder why people don't don't really flow with us. They don't really uh, connect or they don't really uh, come on board. Uh, sometimes it's because that you know they don't they don't they don't see us taking what we do seriously. Amen. And I'll tell you another thing too, as well, Bishop, is that you know people don't don't flock to positivity. You know, if it's making too much sense and it's going to require me to think, I'm going to get far away from. But if it's full of foolishness. And, and I'm inquisitive about it, then I'm going to attract to that. So that's, you know, when you look around and you may not have a multitude of audience in what you're doing, and you may have, and then you look over there and they got a mass audience, only time will tell when the productivity needs to be shown or what, or, you know, what's being provided and, and, and what are you learning. Yeah, and that's absolutely true. You know, we 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 build on this, and it sometimes becomes something that we really have to really uh, look into. And I'm here to, you know, let's let's look at it apostle for what it's worth. You know, mm-hmm. as we look at all of the things that we encounter as it relates to ministry, as it relates to being in leadership. Uh, you know, let's think about it. Let, let's think about let's think about let's think about the things that sometimes we say but never follow through on. Amen. You know. Uh, you know, I, I told him today actions speak louder than words. Amen. And you know, that part of it it's something that I think uh, where we have to really, uh, you know, we really have to demonstrate what we do in actions or in deeds and not in words only. Amen, amen. You know, that's Amen. something that I think, uh, you know, 
that's something that, you know, we have to really just kind of think about. Well, I think, too, a lot of people just flocking to how much, you know, lip service is not going to get you nowhere in life. You know, we have plenty of that. But if you don't have no action behind you, lip service, then what is your, what is your service? You know, if there's nothing for you to show but you have great ideas, but nothing showing behind it, then you just gave me just a bunch of lip service, you know. So I would rather be with, you know, around around a bunch of people that have, uh, you know, that are showing some things, and then we're putting our knowledge together than just to have one person lead the pack that has all the intelligence but no, but no action behind it. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think that's a hindrance to the mm-hmm. progression, you know, mm-hmm. of, of what we do seriously, you know. Uh, you know, I think about, you know, sometimes how we have late bloomers who get started or who who don't uh, take uh, what they do seriously, possible in it, you know, then down the road they want to come back and realize that, hey, you know, they're they losing time, they're wasting time, and now all of a sudden they want to try to go back and do what they could have done, you know, five, ten years ago. There's nothing wrong with going back and doing it, but, you know, had they taken their ministry seriously, you know, they would have not wasted time in neglecting to do what they should have done. You know, that, that you know, I, I believe so many times that we have to, uh, we have to make preparation for what we are doing. Now, this is what Reverend Jenkins says, you know, that leaders uh, are to put their money where their mouth is. Mm-hmm. You know, what, what, what good is it for us to, <clears throat> not, well, how, me. well, how long can what you sustain it? what you're saying you do? Sustainability, hey, you, you know how? Huh? Well, I mean, you're right, but I mean, you know, if, if you if you would begin to put, if you would begin to put wagers, and I'm not a gambling man, but if you would begin to put wagers on leadership actions versus mm-hmm. their words. I promise you, they are saying a lot of things that they can't cash in. Amen. You know, and I, I believe that there's nothing wrong with faith confessions. I, I'm a faith confession man. But I believe that more time and more effort have to be put into preparing ourselves for what we are doing. Amen. You know, we don't Amen. we don't we don't take what we do seriously. And when we don't take what we do seriously, then we're going to have to learn how to prepare ourselves for what Amen. we do. Yes. You know, so, you know, that, that part of it kind of kind of resonates in my spirit continually because, you know, how many setbacks occur because we don't take things seriously? Amen. You know, or how many people do we set back? You know? And it's how, many, how many people do we actually uh, get involved in our nonsense and know good well that we don't have no true meaning about what we're saying or what we're, 
what we're doing in the first place. You know, a lot of people's lives are on the line when you when they have faith in what you're doing. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. Amen. But I believe God will uh, move on their behalf. I, I believe that their faith is just that genuine. I believe God will move them in a position before it becomes detrimental to their faith. Because I don't, He doesn't want to lose no one uh, to to fall to unbelief. So I believe that He'll move He'll move you to a place in your mind that you need to be, and put the people around you that that need to be around you. I'm in the lobby right here. I'm gonna go back and mute uh, this real quick. Amen, amen, amen. Okay. Uh, that was Apostle. Amen. I'm going to go back to him. Let me go back to my Louisiana caller. Uh, do I have another Louisiana caller? Mr. Thomas, you're still riding with us. I think Mr. Thomas still on. Okay. Well, here's the thing that, that I want to say to everyone tonight. And I sat back and I kind of put some things together and really tried to make some things work. Uh, You know, I think we have to really, really, we have to really, really begin to address the things that are going to be first and foremost in our lives. You know, I think we have to really address it. So let's let's begin by really beginning to to uh take life seriously. Let's 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 our ministry and I keep going back to this and let me just say this, Reverend Jenkins, you're absolutely right. <coughs> Reverend Jenkins said for example Tonight I talked about the scandals of the fight. <clears throat> There's so much scandals in that organization, and, and it is, you know. And the thing about it is, you know, how many times do we know a lot, but we don't do a lot? You know, how many times we can do more and don't do more, but we rather do less? You know, because if we were really serious about what we're doing, we would put no limitations on what we do. If we were really serious about what we're doing, we would put no limitations on what we do. If we were seriously about what we're doing, we would put no limitations on what we do. What you say? I must have lost this town. Let me try something else. I know she's traveling, so uh, we're going in and out. I'm going to go back up to Apostle. And uh, let's see. Uh, Apostle, you know, if we were really serious about what we do, then we would not worry about what, Others think about what we do, you know, and I and I don't mean that that we're not concerned about others, but if we are really serious about what we do, then we'll take serious what we do as well. I lost the pastor. 
Glory to God. Let me go back. Uh, so stop. Can you hear me? Hello? All right. I must have lost my signal. I'm going to continue to talk. But uh, if we were really serious about what we do, we would take serious what we do. Think about it. Think about it. You know, we have we have to take this seriously. Oh, uh, let, let's think about it. Let, let's think about it. Reverend Jenkins, you know, let, let's think about it. You know, uh, you know, this, this seriousness. Oh, uh, you know, we think about it. Let, let's really be. Let's be honest. Let's let's think about it. Hmm. Let's think about it. This is. Wow. Leadership begins in family. Glory to God. Hmm. Leadership does. It has to start somewhere. I, I was just thinking because of this dark side of, of this text, and, you know, the Bible said Jesus makes this statement that he must be about his his father's business, but yet there's just so much that hinges upon that that we need to become more uh, entrenched to to see that you know that 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 there must be some real serious involvement. And what we say, what we do, but you know, more so as I'm thinking and I'm sitting here in the studio, I want to really, really just kind of lay things out where people can see the seriousness of ministry. Not just ministry, but the seriousness of it. That's kind of, you know, we know that, you know, Jesus was born and and Herod tried to kill him, and the next thing you know, he fled to, to Egypt. And the next thing you know, we find him returning again. And this time, it's been an 11-year and a 12-year gap. And then, you know, being young, 
He's setting the house in order, the record straight. And then he says, this mother, I know you still have charge of me, but I need to start preparing myself. But when I'm going to leave, and if and when, I'll be ready and prepared and, and taking what we do seriously. <clears throat> now, <clears throat> what I want to really look at is, because this is something that I think is uh, it's devastating because I believe we begin to see a lot of setbacks. We begin to see you know, things that happen as a result of what we could have done and maybe what we should have done. And then it all becomes apparent. But we have to be able to see it. We have to be able to experience it. We have to be able to witness it. So, so Reverend Jenkins, you know, we we know that he was born. Let me just give you a timeline. He was born. Here it tried to kill him. Then we find him coming back on the scene at at the age of twelve. And then the next time we see him again is eighteen years later. Where we find him getting ready to launch his ministry. Wow. He was doing ministry. Excuse me. And as a result of him doing ministry, we see him doing the blessed things because he took what he'd done seriously. Think about it. Think about it. I'm just sitting here really just looking at my notes and really just formulating some things that was running through my mind. Seriously. You know, taking what we do seriously. Take what we do seriously. Let me go to the phone line. Let's see. Glory oh, God. Uh, I keep losing my Louisiana caller. Reverend Jenkins, let me let me ask you this. You you you've been uh, doing this work that you're doing, and you know I see you out there, and you you're very consistent in what you're doing, and you know you have to do it even when there's no response for what you're doing. And sometimes you may not get responses from people in what you're doing, but you have to continue to do what you're doing because you take what you're doing seriously. You can't base on you're going to continue to do it if nobody's coming. or No, your commitment is not to them. Your commitment is to God and what he's called you to do. Let me say that again. Your commitment is not to them. Your commitment is to God and what he's called you to do. So, Reverend Jenkins, what do you, what do you think about that? Because so many times we, we, we make our commitment to the people and not to what God has called us to do. 
I believe that's what he wants us to do, and that's what we ought to do. He's calling us. He's calling us. And we have to be prepared. So, you know, Reverend Jenkins, I mean, you know, let's 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 really let's really take inventory. Let's really take inventory. Let's really take inventory and and begin to see. Take inventory and begin to see. What do you think? Yes, two or three, Reverend Jenkins, about the seriousness of what we're called to do. You know, the seriousness of it where, you know, this has to touch the lives of the people. It has to touch the lives of the people. Oh, Jesus took his ministry serious. You know, you know, in Mark 11, he goes in and turn over tables. You know, and for a lot of people, they thought Jesus had lost his mind. They, they probably was a little upset. Nobody tried to stop him from knocking over. But the seriousness of the matter was sometimes we have to take what we do and we have to take it seriously. Think about it. Reverend Jenkins says, you know, you're right. This is a serious uh, thing because Jesus took his Well, you know, Jesus went in there and turned tables over. And looked at the people and said, hey, guess what? Y'all got this thing wrong. Y'all messed up. Y'all got it wrong. My father's house is supposed to be a house of prayer. Look what y'all are doing. You're making it a den of thieves. Think about it. Think about it. I am just so thankful. Amen. And uh Reverend Jenkins, that's that's you know I think that's what's lacking. You you know, you ask me, you know, I think that's what's what's destroying this work and why it cannot manifest itself the way God intended it. You know you know, some people don't don't take what they do for the Lord serious. Their, their ministry don't mean anything to them. You know, what they do doesn't mean anything to them and it's it's really, really uh sad to see that you know, God did so much, and we're doing so little. Let me say that again. It's really sad that God done so much, and we are doing so little. You know, as far as taking what he called us to do seriously. 
you know, Reverend Jenkins says his pastor, glory to God, took his ministry uh, and, uh, you know, he says, I confess, I need to get into the word more and get, amen, into that deepness, you know, and, and let me just say this, uh, Reverend Jenkins, uh, it, it is good, you know, again, in in craftsmanship, we have to be, you know, skilled in the craft. I say in craftsmanship, we have to be skilled in the craft. I said in craftsmanship, we have to be skilled in the craft. And, you know, uh, the seriousness of it is we, we have to make sure that we are doing it and that we're doing it in a way where we can see the benefits of it. That we're doing it in a way that we can see the benefits of it. You know, and Reverend Jenkins, you know, for me, you know, the members and the people who I lead, they know I take what I do very seriously because they see what comes out of it. They see what's coming out of it. You know, today uh, I talked about the power, you know, building your foundation and having the power. You know, we, we dealt with, you know, the the word. That's a blessing. The last week we dealt with, you know, faith. This week we are dealing with, you know, you say family, but we're actually, we're dealing with, you know, the word power, the Holy Spirit being able to operate through us. You know, we don't want you to grab a mic and it's not working. So, you know, we want every mic you pick up to really put you out there. That's how it works. Because we take what we do seriously. We take what we do seriously. You know, uh, Reverend Dinkins says, I'm watching this young man to uh, get a better knowledge as a minister like Timothy and consider yourself a young Timothy, a type of preacher. You know, and Reverend Dinkins, you know, when we take ministry serious, we try to learn as much as we can. And we try to can as much as we can get, you know. We have to learn as much as we can, and we have to can as much as we can get. That's why writing and documentation and all these things are so important. Now, even when I come up in February, I, uh, you know, I keep everything as what it is in, in my area of ministry and things like that. You know, I don't try to change anything because I take ministry serious. And I want to make sure that every effort is made available for everyone. And so, you know, we have to really, really build on that foundation and lay a foundation that we can stand on and hold on and trust and be committed 
dedicated. We honor him because he honored us first. You never see all that God is doing. I praise God. I really do. You know, well, Reverend Jenkins, in ordination is a certification that, you know, gives individual security, especially when they have attained certain levels of not only just biblical knowledge, but administrative knowledge as well. And, uh, you know, as you grow, you go, and as you go, you continue to grow. And eventually, the growth will begin to show itself in your ministry. Here's the sad point. So many times people don't take that seriously. I said so many times people don't take that seriously. You know, if God can see that you're faithful and you're sincere and you're dedicated in what you're doing, and he will continue to elevate you and deposit into you the greatness that would take your elevation to the next level. Licensing is the foundation for ordination. Let me say that again. Licensing is the foundation of ordination. And here's the thing. If licensing is the foundation, then you know that it is everything. Now, it is the foundation for ordination. So you have to be first licensed before you can become an ordained minister or someone would confer an ordination upon you. You know, you might be doing the work. <clears throat> Excuse me, sometimes it all has to be simultaneously. <clears throat> sometimes you have to do, you know, the ordination and then come back and do the next portion for elevation. But licensing is the foundation for automation. Licensing is the foundation for automation. So you have to really begin to build on your ministry. You know, because somebody walks up to you and says, well, I want to do this, I want to do this, you know, you would have to you would have to do something different. You would have to do something different. You would have to do something different. And so every day as a licensed minister, you want to make sure that you're doing the thing that will promote, that will show, you know, you seem to be very sharp, uh, Reverend Jenkins, to me, 
and you know, and you seem to have a good a good spirit about what you do. Now, I think that you know when you start taking ministry seriously, you know you start making yourself more available. That that you know God knows where you are. And he knows who you are because you're making yourself available to Him. And I think that's where you know we're going to be tonight, and I think that's where we're going to flow tonight because. I just believe that is something God wants to do in our lives. So, you know, with that being said, we welcome all of our guests. We thank God for Reverend Jenkins, amen, who, amen, uh, who recognizes the significance of even the limited things that, you know, sometimes they manifest into big things. One of the things Jesus said that, look at this mustard seed. He said, yeah, but look what it does. Look how it manifests itself. Look what it produces. And I think he said that so that you can understand that, you know, one thing leads to the other. You may not look at licenses as a lot, but it's it's really the the next step to elevation in our nation. And, you know, you always want to put that in ministry so that it gives comfort to those who count and to those who are part of ministry. May God bless you. May he keep you. May he make your face shine upon you and give you peace. In Jesus' name, amen. Any final comments or prayer requests tonight from any of our guests, we give God praise on and glory. Uh, we just want to amen. Thank God for uh, Reverend Jenkins, and want to thank God, amen, for what that God is doing. Continue. You know, it is, Reverend Jenkins, I say this, license is the foundation of our nation. You could not, under the ecclesiastical order of elevation, you could not bestow an ordination on someone who has not been licensed. The reason why you get the license is because it's the fundamentals of ordination or elevation because there you begin to learn some things and you become more conscious of the things that God wills to be done and how to carry out doing it. And then from there, you know, you always praise God because you don't know what's going to happen next. You just got to continue to press on. So we just give God praise, honor, and glory. Amen. Any any prayer requests tonight before, amen, final comments and prayer requests, we just give God praise, honor, and glory. Any final comments? We've been talking about taking ministry seriously. Taking ministry seriously. You know, we just have to be careful. We've got to take it seriously. Well, if that, amen, being said, let us let us pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for, Lord God, Apostle Hayden and Evangelist Hayden. Thank you for Sister Vanessa and Reverend Jenkins. Lord, I 
continue to lift them up before you for the works that you have to do in them and through them. I continue to honor your name for them, Lord, and that they should be the head and not the tail above and never beneath. Father, I thank you, Father God, that when the time has come and you need to initiate the work and the move, I pray that you establish your presence with me. In Jesus' name I pray and with thanksgiving. Amen. Yes, Lord. And I bless his name. Amen. We just lift up all to everyone. Dr. Jenkins and Samantha in that church and pastor. We just continue to pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Listen up. Um, we have to be conscious of what is required. We have to be conscious of what we're going to do once we receive what is required. Our God, look around. around and see. Maybe God is trying to tell you something. God is always with you and God is always blessing you. I'm just sitting back and this is what I heard in my spiritual meditation just now, that we have to become more in tune to what God has called us to do. We have to become more in tune to what God has called us to do, which means we have to become entrenched in his method and how he moves in our lives. We can believe him for one thing. We can believe him for all things. So I just set myself and my faith to receive Jesus. Glory to God. Well, tonight, glory to God, we're going to continue, amen, and ask God's blessing upon you. And look, all of our guests, again, next week, glory to God, we'll be hosting our leadership training, amen, conference. And I just want you to know that God is up to something, and God wants to do something great in our lives. Keep me in your prayers. Ask God's blessing upon me. I know that he will. And I believe that he can. So I just want you all to continue to work in what he's called us to do. In Jesus' name we pray. I give him glory. I give him honor and I give him praise. Keep me in your prayers. As always, tell Vanessa, I say hello and God speed. Be well and congratulations on your amen. Your birthdays, glory to God. We just continue to exalt you for many more years. I think one of y'all said five two, and that's just a blessing for you. Continue to pray for us. Ask God's blessing on our lives. God bless you. This is your host, Bishop F.L. Phillips, broadcasting live once again from the PWE studios 
In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. We say 54. Amen. God bless you. God keep you in our prayer. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.